Hey podcast fam, Aaron here, one of the team members at Revelation Wellness. It's your last call for Revelation Wellness Instructor training, Platoon 30 and Squad 4. Now there are three tracks for you to choose from. All are really discipleship training. Here's the difference between the three. The first one, Revelation Fitness, is nine weeks of online training, small groups, a four-day virtual retreat experience with an optional in-person gathering, and what you're going to learn is general group fitness. RevX, which I'm a RevX instructor, is nine weeks of online training, small groups, a four-day virtual retreat experience with an optional in-person gathering, and what you'll learn is metabolic, athletic conditioning, and functional fitness. Our third track, Rev Wild, is all about the outdoors. 10 weeks of online training, small groups, and get this, a five night, six day, all-inclusive backcountry expedition. Sounds fun, right? What you learn is outdoor leadership. Now registration for all three tracks of instructor training closes March the 6th. So you wanna get in, how do you do it? Go to the Revelation Wellness app and click on events to get registered. It's that simple. Today, this is a revving the word with Elisa. Prepare your hearts, prepare your minds, and get your body ready because we're going to get moving. Are you ready? Here we go. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Ah, take a deep breath. Moans, groans, and sighs are welcomed here. <laughs> Listen, you don't have to feel like doing it to have faith for it. Come on. This flesh tells us all kinds of lies. But listen, here's really important to know. If after our time of moving together, you still feel wiped out, and maybe initially you'll feel energized, but if a couple hours later you're wiped out, pay attention to that. Perhaps you need to take a rest, a more extended time of rest, or switch up how you're moving, less high intensity, more stretching, more being still and being loved. Y'all, we got it for you. RevWell TV is absolutely free. Or try our other podcast episodes, Be Still and Be Loved. Come on. All right. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness, and I can't help but just encourage you. You're doing it right. You know why? Because you are here not to whittle down the size of your thighs or fit some mold. You're here to break free. Move this good body of yours and connect with the good God who made it. Y'all, this is powerful stuff. We're gonna look at his word and we're gonna get his word into our cells, into our bodies as we move our good body. So right now, I want you to pay attention to your stride, or if you're lifting weights or grocery shopping, I don't know. Walk with purpose. 
Step with purpose. Lift with purpose. Take a breath through your nose. Inhale. Exhale. Get in this moment right now. Today, we are going to train our focus. Focus. Attention span. How about that? Come on, we are living in a soundbite life right now. Oh, it's so hard to keep our attention focused on something. And here's the beauty of moving your body. It occupies the body so that you can think a little higher. You can reason, you can work out some things. The body's occupied, frees up some higher thought. Because when you move your body, it's more limbic brain, lower brain. But now you can think. And we're not gonna just think thoughts to help ourselves feel better. We're gonna think about God. <laughs> he is the source of better. And he's more beautiful, guys. Can we just repent right now of coming in here to feel better about ourselves? Come on, stop that. We wanna know the God who is better. Fall in love with God. Know Him. As Paul prays for us that we would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> if we know Him more, everything else in this life will line up as it should. So let's invite the Holy Spirit right now, the living activity force of God. Say, Holy Spirit, come and teach me. Teach me who this God is so my heart would be set on fire. Turn on the metabolic burn of my spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We are going to focus today. Let's look at uh, our scripture, 2 Chronicles 20, starting at verse one. This is King Jehoshaphat, and this is his prayer to God. It says, after this, the Moabites and Ammonites, and with some of the Maonites, came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea, and behold, they are in Hazazon Tamar, that is En Gedi. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and he set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord from all the cities of Judah. They came to seek the Lord. This is the word of God.
All right, you guys, we have to acknowledge how hard it is for us to focus. What I'm attracted to in this passage of scripture, by the way, go read the entire chapter, 2 Chronicles 20. Let me give you some context. King Jehoshaphat, he was the fourth king of Judah. Now at this point, God's people had divided into a northern kingdom and a southern kingdom, which is just so sad, right? Right there. Man, God wants his people to be one, but in this world, we have trouble, and we are prone to division. And so Jehoshaphat is a king of Judah, the southern kingdom or region of God's people. And he's the fourth king, and y'all, there are some pretty miserable kings at that time. Because remember, God was meant to be our king. We were meant for a theocracy, (laughs) but we want a democracy. We were meant for a theocracy. God reigning and ruling his people. But I want you to remember this, it's so cool. This is how we know the Bible is true. God writes himself into the human condition. So even though they choose things he doesn't want, he still works with his people. And so Jehoshaphat was a good king, not a perfect king, but his heart was to serve God, for the people to worship God, accelerate. By the way, few intervals today I'll invite you into. So pick up your pace on a scale of one to 10. Let's all be a seven to an eight. At a seven, you can close your mouth and breathe. But after about three, four breaths, you gotta open your mouth. At an eight, it doesn't feel comfortable at all to close your mouth and breathe. But still breathe through your nose, guys. Come on, get that oxygen in. Get in your moment right now. Get present right now. What's going on in your body? Come on. Focus. And I want you to realize, in some ways, I am dividing your kingdom to be here. I am occupying your body so that you can focus your mind, set your heart to know God, to be loved by God. This is life, life abundant. Know Him, love Him, be known by Him, be loved by Him. That's what a worshiper does. Seven to eight. Be right there in the pocket. Come on. Come on. Engage your core. Right? I'm asking you to focus. As soon as I say engage your core, you're focusing on your core. As soon as I say pick up your feet, you're focusing on your feet. 
We can only focus at one thing at one time. Come on. Now as your body is occupied, as the southern kingdom of your body, the region of your brain, lift your heart, lift your head. And here's the thing about that. When you focus on God, all things come together. Unity. Everything else you focus on is lesser than. It's a distraction. I want you to feel his love for you right now. His strength for you. The fact that you have breath. What a gift. The fact that you're not falling down. Your nervous system and your nerves shutting off. It's a grace. Pull back. A solid seven. Everyone. So Jehoshaphat is a good king, not a perfect one, but of many. In the book of Kings, first and second, it's the chronicle of many kings. Remember, we were made for a theocracy, but we would rather have a democracy. We want to say. We want other people to tell us what to say. Come on, let's just all repent right now of a democracy. Right now, the government will not save you. Repent, turn back. So stop looking left and right. Look up. Focus. Man, this is so key, y'all. When it comes to your body, where you focus is where you go, period. I, I challenge anyone right now. Well, actually, don't do that. That'd be dangerous. It'd be dangerous. Later on in your day, try turning your head to the left and walking a straight line for about 20 paces. You won't be able to do it. <laughs> so Jehoshaphat hears that a great horde, a great multitude is coming for you, Jehoshaphat. And y'all, I am here to get you uncomfortable. We are at war. There is a war for your heart. There is a war for all that is good. We have an enemy. Don't focus on the enemy. Focus on the general in charge. Because as Dr. David Ireland said, it gives the general joy to advance his army. Go to an eight, maybe even a nine. Focus, focus. Take all your fears, all your unbelief, all your cynicism, all your suspiciousness about God. Throw it on the fire. Focus. Eight, be an eight. I want you to hold in this song like your edge. It requires you to focus. This is not a workout for your mind to wander. I need you to focus. Verse three, Jehoshaphat was afraid. 
I love that. Thank you, God, that that's written there. He was afraid. Jehoshaphat was feeling his feelings. Feel your feelings, friend. Then set your face to seek the Lord. Holy Spirit, teach us what it means to set our face and seek the Lord. God, right now, if there's anyone here moving their body out of striving, I ask that your love would knock them over. Tell them how loved they are. Let them experience your love to know you. Paul prays that we would know the love, that we would have the strength to comprehend the height, the breadth, the length, the depth of God's love for us. And it is a knowledge that surpasses knowing. You know what that is? Experiencing. I'm gonna go quiet and I want you to wrestle it out. Go ahead, be a Jacob. Wrestle with the Holy Spirit. Ask for your inheritance. Ask the Spirit not to let you go until you know the love of God. Stay focused, stay focused. says I have face like flint face like flint like a rock set it Joseph was afraid and afraid and set his face to seek the Lord pull back Set your face. Come on, come back to a five, six, seven. Take it easy, because by the end of this song, we're going to push. We're going to go all the way towards a 10. We're going to give everything we got. And for some of you, that doesn't sound fun, and you are, but you have, you're, you're afraid. Set your face. There is a spiritual principality that wants you to think 
God is not strong nor good. Call it out. Yeah. Jehoshaphat was afraid. He heard the news. And he didn't go to his friends and call a council and get some advice. He didn't go to Instagram. He didn't go to Google. He was afraid. And he set his face to seek the Lord. Say that with me out loud right now. Your brain neurons want some new information. Say this. I will set my face to seek the Lord. In times of trouble, I will set my face to seek the Lord. I will set my face to seek the Lord. I want you to see God right now just grabbing you. When you look left or right or you're hanging your head in defeat, let him lift your chin so you see his eyes burning with fire inside. He's jealous for you. He wants it. He wants to win the battle for you. Later, this is where we hear that amazing line when God tells them, you will not need to fight this battle. You will not need to fight this battle. That the Lord your God will fight this battle. Come on. Breathe. Verse 12, they assemble before the house of God and they cry out to God. They start by telling him, God, you are God in heaven. You rule over the kingdoms and the nations. In your hand are power and might so that none is able to withstand you. We are powerless against this great horde. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Anyone? You don't know what to do, but your eyes are on him. You are in a crucial moment of going from glory to another measure of glory. When you don't know what to do, you are standing on holy ground. Lift your head. Put your eyes on Him. And as they stood with that and professed that, we don't know God, but our eyes are on you. We don't know God, but we are denying ourselves every simple pleasure. You gotta come. Go to a nine, eight, nine. Come on, at a nine. Holy Spirit, wreck us. Come down, rend the heavens, open heavens, come down. Pull back, seven. And as they pray this to God, they assemble and they seek and they fast. Y'all, fasting is a gift. It's a gift. 
to deny yourself your simple pleasures so God can be magnified. Verse 14, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel and he said, listen, all Judah, by the way, the Spirit of the Lord in the Old Testament, the Spirit of the Lord would come upon people and it would rest on people. But we have something greater. We have the Spirit of God in us, dwelling. He wants to be in us. He wants to be hosted all the time. The general of the army wants to make his home in you. Yeah. Sometimes it happens when we dance. I feel like the Lord is going to break things off as we just look foolish. Yeah. It looks like, but as we begin to move and celebrate. Come on. Yeah. That's right. Celebrate before you see the victory because you know the God of the battle. He will not let you down. Give him your trust. If he's got your faith, give him your trust. And friends, I'm going to tell you, sometimes we lose, but we always win. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel. Thus says the Lord, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. For the battle is not yours, but God's. He fights for you. He will not leave you as an orphan. You are not a prisoner of war. You are a prisoner of hope. Set your face and seek the Lord. Say it with me. The battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. Say it out loud. Nobody can hear you anyways. They all think you're on the phone. And even if they do, get foolish. The battle belongs to the Lord. Ten, ten, go. Thirty seconds, go. Anything left, focus, focus. It's not about your thighs. It's not about the weight. Stir it up, God. You're worthy. Ten. 
One. Pull it way back. Pull it way back. Wow. Some of you, it's like a gentle walk. Listen, that required your whole self. You just focused on him while all of your body, energy, your physical existence, your physical ability, because the body is not about vanity, it's about ability. And God has designed it. When we move our body, our body squeezes out hope chemicals because he's the God who moves. Friends, God is on the move. God is moving right now. You're going to hear me talk about it because I don't want to forget what I saw. I was in Asbury, Kentucky at the start, not the very start, but by the third day, my feet were on the ground in Asbury. And it was just a room full of people spurred on by Gen Z who, who suddenly seeked the Lord. They knew my grades are not going to save me. My phone is not feeding me. These were Gen Z kids that were like, we can't do it anymore. And it started with one kid repenting, crying out, God, you've got to come. And 10 others stay behind to pray. After a chapel service, no teachers, no professors, no theologian telling them the 10 steps or the way to get into the presence of God. No, you just get in. You get hungry. And that's what Jehoshaphat is. Y'all, in the ancient times, I do believe they were closer to God because they needed him. They needed him for the rain so they could have food. They needed him. We need to confess. We don't need him anymore. We got a lot of false idols. We got a lot of substitute gods. We do. How's that working for you? How satisfied are you? Exactly. Still hungry. Still hungry. And so a few kids come together to set their eyes on God for their friend. And before you know it, the Holy Spirit moves in the campus and more kids come back to chapel, more kids come back to chapel, and they would not go home. 24 hours later, they wouldn't stop seeking, setting their face, and singing. I entered that room and it was a glory cloud. It confused my brain because it was so simple, so pure. Just people throwing their hands up, lifting their heads, singing to God, seeking and singing. And listen, everyone walked out of that room with the same problem, same circumstance renewed and revived soul stop eating the fast food stop it and i mean this convenient world is feeding you stuff we need a great horde you know that 
You're blessed when the great horde comes because it forces you to go, who am I going to turn to? God or myself? But our eyes are on you, God. Our eyes are on you. That's all they did. Just put their eyes on him. And when you put your eyes on him, he will burn away the lesser loves. He will burn away the trash in your soul. Be loved right now. If you have not been loved by God, say it again. God, knock me out. Knock me out. I don't want you to knock down the smoke alarm in my head, the amygdala that says, flight, fright, freeze. God's not trustworthy. You've been hurt before. You'll be hurt again. And friend, I'm going to shoot to you straight. You will be hurt again. But you will have exactly this. Listen to what he's saying. <laughs> you will no longer have spiritual amnesia. Your neurons will grow back and go, I know the God who loves me. I know who I am. And because I know who I am, I have access to the God who is high and lifted up and wants to fight all my battles. If it's a battle that he led you into, He's responsible to fight it, friends. Now, if it's a battle that you got yourself into, repent, turn back now, ask for his help. You need him, you need him. Stop with the distraction. Set your face like flint. Eyes on you, God, all eyes on you. Off of the celebrity stage, off of the celebrity Christian, off of it. Eyes on you. We bow. We love you, God. We give it to you. Do a revelatory work in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen.